Hi guys, welcome back to episode 11 of Where Are Joan the Curls. Today I am taking you to Cuba, but before we begin, I want to let you guys in on a little secret. <laughs> Colombia, if you have heard Colombia, Colombia transpired because of this moment right here. I got to go to Cuba first, and then a month after I had set on my trip to Colombia. I arrived to Havana, Cuba with my friends and family. It was about 13 of us. Um, we got to our Airbnb, we dropped off our luggage, and we headed out to a nearby restaurant. When we arrive at the restaurant, they sit us down. We're being really loud, you know, the waiters come. It's about five of them for all 13 of us. And one of them, this guy, <laughs> one of the waiters looks at me, we make eye contact, Something about the way that he looked at me, his eyes, I was like, yo, he's so cute, you know? Um, <laughs> I had a feeling that something could happen. Now, clearly, I, one, have a thing for waiters and bartenders, and two, I think there's something about the way um, some men's eyes that I can already tell just by, by making eye contact with them. If something is about to happen, if something is meant to happen, or if we will have a connection or if we won't like each other. I have these strong feelings from just looking at somebody. But anyways, um, they're serving our table. You know, they're bringing us water, um, taking our order, whatever. And we just keep looking at each other. Like this intense look. Like we're flirting with our eyes. We're not saying anything, but we're just flirting with our eyes. And one of them, I get up, I go to the bathroom. And as I'm, as I'm done and I'm about to head out, He's like passing by me. We make eye contact. We make small talk. But the talk that we're doing is like flirting. Like, you know, like we wanted to say more, but we didn't. Um, unfortunately, we didn't say anything to each other. I got up with my family. We left. But I did. Kept, I kept coming back to this restaurant throughout my trip because it was, a, it was nearby and it was open until late. And every time that we went back, like we would just look at each other, you know, casually flirt. But nothing happened, right? I don't know if it's because, or from what I was told, the locals are not supposed to really mingle with the tourists. And I was super shy. Like, I didn't believe in me approaching a man first. So, um, I left Cuba, but I always thought back to this moment. I always thought of, like, what could have happened? Had I said something? Had he said something? Like, maybe, like, a small kiss, you know? Whatever the case is, right? And for some reason, I really thought about this moment like throughout for months and I think the reason why I thought about this moment so much was because that opportunity I would never get it again you know it's not like it was one of those countries where we like got on Instagram we got each other's Instagrams um we got each other's WhatsApp whatever or I can easily go back to it was that sad moment that I would never get to re-experience that again because unfortunately Cuba is shut off to the U.S. And it's like we, you know, they don't, they barely have Wi-Fi, they barely have service or social media. So how I took this as, because it was so pressing, I started like, you know, digging deep into that moment. 
what about that moment was I regretting? Because I didn't know him. Like, you know, like, it wouldn't have mattered. There's people that I see on the train sometimes that I'm like, oh, they look good. Or, you know, they look interesting. You know? So, but what made it? What was it about that moment specifically that stood out to me? Like, I kept thinking about it. And the reason why I thought about it so much is because my statement is about to contradict itself. So, one, I believe that once you miss an opportunity, you rarely ever get it again. But two, I also believe that everything happens for a reason. And if it just didn't work out, it's because it wasn't meant for you. Whether that's a job, a person, you know, I just believe that if it was meant for you, God would align it for you. But for this moment, I just kept thinking about it. When it comes to people, you do not want to miss a moment with them, right? So if you like somebody, tell them. If you love someone, tell them. If you miss someone, tell them. Because you never know. When you're la- when's the last chance that you'll get to ever speak to them again, if you speak to them. So, like, one of my biggest regrets in life is not anything that I've ever done. And I'm a firm believer, like, I'd rather regret the things that I did do when I had the chance than the things that I didn't do. Because I don't want to be 40, 50, 60 looking back and saying, damn, what if? What if I would have what if I was brave enough to try that? What if I had done it, you know? Um, I'd rather regret it after I did it. Like, I'll sit down, I'll be like, damn, Joe, you did this, you said this, you shouldn't have. I'll get a little embarrassed, I won't lie, and I'll be a little harsh on myself, but then I'll move on. Versus something that I didn't do, I'm like, damn, like, that could have worked out in your favor, you know? I think one of the biggest regrets that I have is not showing more affection to my cousin while he was alive. So now, I was a person who I did not like showing my feelings. I thought that they were... I grew up, um, I grew up in a household where... Basically, showing your feelings made you seem weak. And also, in New York City, everybody appears to be tough. But there came a certain point in my life that I no longer wanted to be that tough person. I wanted to show, like, while I'm here, while you're here, I want to tell you. So that's one of the big things that I took from that. Like, had I said something to him, maybe, you know, he had something to teach me. Um, You know, maybe it could have went further, whatever. Um, Maybe I would have had a better detailed story for you guys because I know you guys love the details. Um, I will never know and I don't ever want to live with that again. So looking back to that moment too, like I often reflected why, why didn't I, like why didn't I make the first move? Was it because of my family and friends? Cause they were there. Um, at this moment in my life, I know that I didn't like showing feelings. So if I brought somebody, it was hard for me to like bring somebody around my family and friends and like. Like a guy, let's say, and I, to hug them or to like be affectionate because I'm like, oh, like my family and friends are not supposed to see me being affectionate. Crazy shit, I know. Um, was it the fear of them being around, right? And then I, I dig deeper into that. Why do I care about the opinions of others, you know? And I think that I take that with everything in life. Like, why do we care and why do we put so much emphasis on other people's opinions? Like, they don't pay our bills. They're not the ones that are living life for us. Like, I know that when I first started traveling a lot, I was always afraid of, like, damn, what are people going to think of me? Because of the comments that I received, you know? Like, people would be like, do you have a bad home life? Like, what's going on with you? Like, are you depressed? Like, why are you traveling so much? And it's like, (laughs) why do I need to be depressed to travel? Why do I have to have a bad home life to live life? Like, that's what I'm doing. You should be living life, too. And also, in in that same thing, I was, um, my friends and family could tell you, Their favorite thing and one of the best compliments that I always receive is that I am a light in every room. And I know that this is true. Like, no cocky shit. Like, no. Like, I know that I walk into any given room 
and I will make friends with everybody. I will always try to make people feel good about themselves. I will always try to have people to learn something, to experience something new. Like, I'm very big on giving people new experiences or, like, you know, just making sure that everybody feels good, right? But for a while, I tried hiding parts of myself, you know? I would box myself in because I'm like, what if they think that I'm too much? Like, you know, like, showing up in a room, like, I'm the loud one, I'm the one that dances, like, I'm the one that expresses myself as, like, whatever is in my mind. I don't even think sometimes, which is bad, I know. I often, I don't even think about what I'm saying before I say it. Like, whatever comes out, it comes out, you know? Um, but before, I was, like, trying to be more conscious of, like, the things that I was doing. Until, one, I'm like, wait, why would I live life wrong for other people to like me? No, like, you're going to like me for who, I for who I'm showing up as. I'm not going to hide myself. I don't need to, like, you know, put on this fake image of myself for people to like me. No, like, I'm going to show up as my real self. And when I started showing up for as my real self, I know I found that I was living life better. I was enjoying more. I was being more present. But I was making everybody else around me feel good. And I'm like, no, like from this moment on, you're showing up as your authentic self. And if somebody doesn't like you, that's fine. You're not like I'm not meant to be liked by everybody. And I think that that's our problem. That we more often than not, we want to be liked by everybody, you know, because connection, we're, we all thrive off connection. But no, it's like if somebody doesn't like you, you'll be okay. I also realized that in part why I didn't speak to him was because I have this big fear of failure and rejection, right? But if I don't get up and I don't do things, if I don't reach out to people, like, you know, like you just never know who you can help, right? Or like just rejection overall, like I wouldn't apply to certain jobs, I wouldn't do certain things because I'm like, what if I get rejected, you know? Um, but no, like then it wasn't meant for me, but I still did it. You, you get what I'm saying? Like I don't ever want to go back to that space where I was, where I'm like, rejection is the fear of rejection is so great that i miss out and that i never know so in terms of people um the things you want to do i strongly encourage all of you to just get up and do it like you know don't think about it be present for others if you miss them again reach out to them you don't ever get those moments back and people more often times than not um don't remember what you did for them but how you made them feel like show up show up as your authentic self how long have you gone without telling your parents your siblings that you love them like you know like be present and just make sure that everybody around you gets the real you my favorite um, motivational speaker um says that the world's richest place is a cemetery and the reason why is the is the world's richest place is because in it it holds all of our hopes our dreams ideas the new york times best-selling book a movie the cures and it's like damn that is sad how do we want to live life that we don't like what are you taking what big thing are you taking with you to your grave start it out like you know like i always well fear of rejection or fear of failure i always um attached what i wanted to do to other people so i'll give you an example i've never i've never gone on a solo trip because i always needed that company in the future, I know that I'll do it, but that's one big, big example. Like, I always needed other people to do things with me for me to do it. Like, sitting at a restaurant. Like, now I enjoy it. Like, if I want to go somewhere, I'll do it by myself. You know, I regret not going to concerts by myself, just waiting on people that didn't share the same interest as me. Or if they did, they weren't as interested. Now, with this podcast, too, I often would tell my friends, like, can we do a podcast? Can we do a podcast? Can we do a podcast? And the reason why I emphasize this so much is because I knew that we would have so many great things to bring to the table, but I felt like I couldn't do it by myself. And here I am, like, I host my own podcast, and I bring my friends here. 
You get it versus me waiting for them. Had I waited for them, you guys wouldn't have heard these stories. We wouldn't be connecting the way that we do. And listen, I'm going to tell you guys, like, I truly and dearly enjoy this podcast because not only it helps me grow, but it helps me help you guys. Like, I love when you guys reach out to me and tell me, like, hey, I was going through the same thing or I didn't experience it the way that you did, but this is what I'm taking out of your episode. Your episode helped me apply this to my life. Like, I love all of that. And, like, imagine if I would have never done it because of my fear of, like, my what-ifs. What if people don't listen to it? What if people don't connect with me? What if people don't like me? Like, no, like, just get up and do it. Like, you don't know if you can be holding the New York be- the New York best-selling um, book. You don't know if you have the next movie idea. You don't know if you have the next invention, you know? You don't, ha- you don't know what you have until you go ahead and do it. And we often wait until we're ready to start it. No, start it today. Like, why do we always have to wait for Monday, the next month, to begin something? Like, you can easily get up today, choose the change today. That's one of the best things about us is that at any given moment, we can get up and we can decide to change. We can decide what we want to do. Start doing things for you. Like, I know that this sounds so cliche, but really, life, you only live it once. Like, this moment, we will never get it back. Like, do you really want to look back and say, like, damn, like, I missed out, you know? Damn, like, I could have done this. The other day I was dancing out in the street. And if you know me, you've been out with me. You know that I dance wherever. (laughs) I'm really crazy, I know. And some woman, this was the rarest comment that I've ever received. She's like, yes, like, go ahead, girl. She's like, somebody died today who had plans for tomorrow. Oof, I'm getting goosebumps just even thinking about it. And it's like, it's true. Like, why do you... Stop fearing. Stop living life in fear. Like, feel it. Like, I always say it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Fuck what people have to say. Like, people are going to talk about you no matter what you do. Even if you're doing something positive or something negative, people will always have something to say. Do you want to live for other people or do you want to live for yourself? If you strongly believe in something, voice that. It doesn't matter. Like, whatever it is, like, you know, do it for yourself. Because, again, this is your life. And in terms of criticizing others, because this goes both ways, you know, we can be harsh critics too. Like, Figure out why why do you judge other people, you know? And why are other people judging you, right? I had this one negative comment, the only negative comment I've ever received on this podcast, right? And if I had been in a different mental health space, I would have probably shut down the podcast. I would have been like, yo, you know what? Like, I'm going to take her, her comment serious. No, no. And, and that's how I live life now. Like, I don't care what people have to say about me. People often be like, oh, I was recently asked, like, do you care about what your, like, if your children ever get to listen to this podcast? No, I don't care. Take, take what I learned. Like, this is, this was your mom. Your mom was out here helping people while learning through stupid, you know, while going through stupid shit. People really do ask me, like, do I care how people view me now because of this podcast? And it's like, no, like, there's nothing that you can say about me that will hurt my feelings with something that I'm sharing. Like if I'm making it public, it's so that everybody can know. And everybody's aware of the stupid shit that I've done. And it, please, I know that you guys have heard a lot and you've laughed a lot. There's still more stories because I've put myself through stupid shit and I don't regret it at all. Like there's no regrets because I wouldn't be here, you know? I wouldn't have this platform to like tell you, damn, this is what I went through, this is my lesson. Back to the criticism. Stop judging others. Find out the reason why you're judging someone. Because oftentimes, that comes from our own insecurities, you know? And as being receptive to criticism, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't fucking say it at all. Like, if you're, um, if it's not constructive criticism, I don't care. I don't want to hear it. 
Like, I don't care that you that you think that I'm not educating myself to speak on... That I haven't educated myself enough to speak on this podcast. You know, what I care about is, like, somebody approached me and was like, listen, you're being very irresponsible with your podcast. Like, I need you to take it more serious. That's the kind of shit that I like. Or, like, somebody came up to me and said, hey, your podcast is too short. Can you um add more time? I was like, yeah, you know what? I got you. Like, I'm a little shy, so it's going to come, you know? I'll be rushing. You know, I'm mad Dominican, so when I'm nervous, I speak through it. But I'm like, okay, I'll add more time. That's the kind of feedback that I want in life. Like, And if you don't have that, stop stop hurting others with your words. Like, you know, like f- figure out why it is that you're trying to stop other people from accomplishing their goals, accomplishing their dreams, you know? You can be the reason why somebody doesn't publish a good book. And I know I keep saying book a lot, so maybe it's just the universe telling me that I should start and go and write my own book, but whatever. You could like you could literally hold people back from doing the things that they really want to do, you know, with your by you placing your fears onto them. So, don't seek advice from just anybody. Like, how can I seek advice from somebody that's never done a podcast? Does that make sense? How can I seek advice from somebody who doesn't go to the gym, who doesn't work out? How can I seek advice from somebody who's single? I'm going to stop that right there because I'll be the single one giving advice. So, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real, for real. You need to stop seeking advice from people who have not been where you want to go. Like, that shit makes no sense. Because then you carry their fears with you. Like, had I listened to people, I would have never gone to 19 countries. Why? Because every single country is bad. There is not one country that's safe, guys. Between you and I, there's not one single country that is safe. Anything can happen at any given moment, you know? So, I want to wrap it up by saying, guys, it's better to regret the things that you did do when given the chance than to ever sit back and think about the what if. So, figure out what it is that you want to start. What do you want to change in your life? What do you want to accomplish? You know, create a bucket list. Create whatever it is. Write out all your dreams and your goals. Figure out how to get there. Do not let somebody's fears, the opinions of others, be projected onto you. Get to it because we want to hear your voice. We want to hear your songs. We want to hear. We want to listen to your podcast. We want to read your book. You know, we want to see the the post. Like post everything. Post. Don't let anybody stop you from posting shit. Like no. Like do do it for yourself. No one is going to live your life but you. You don't want to look back and be like, damn, I missed that opportunity because I was scared. No, you want to say, damn, I did it. I failed. Fuck it. It was either meant for me. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go harder. I'm gonna try new. A, a new way like figure it out fuck it like we all in this we're all learning we're all making mistakes together thank you guys so much for tuning in we're about to finish the season sadly and i will be taking a break the reason why i'm taking a break is because i live in new york city and one of the loudest places on earth i swear to god there's fireworks all the time here so i won't be able to really record but i'm gonna come back with more heat i promise you the second season is going to be strong We're going to get even more connected because it's me and you guys keep coming back. And I love it here. I really do. So thank you.